Hello and welcome to the Michael Musselman Show. Today is Monday, January 18th, 2021. And before we get into it, I want to shout out my sponsor. Recollect Limited is Arkansas's best place to shop for the nostalgic clothing you crave. They have a wide selection of vintage goods with a focus on items from the 80s and 90s. Recollect also supplies vintage Razorback gear all year long, but it sells quick. Shop the newest items on Instagram or online at recollect.ltd. Got old clothes lying around? They buy. Open Monday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. to buy, sell, or trade. Located at 2218 North College Avenue Street in Fayetteville. So, Michael, after a tough week last week with a couple road games, um, I just want to get your overall impression of, of how things went down. Yeah, you know, we played two really, really good teams in LSU and Bama at their place. And, uh, you know, had some difficulties, obviously. Lost lost rebounding war at both. Lost, uh, you know, the rebounding war by nine at LSU and seven at Bama. And, and you know, started slow and shots weren't falling. Um and we kind of got ourselves in a little hole and then just couldn't dig ourselves out. Um, and honestly, it started on the offensive end, you know, for the most part, just it's tough to score 31 points in a, in a first half and, and 19 points in a first half and then dig yourself out. Um, and so we're working on uh, identifying some problems on the offensive and defensive ends and, and kind of getting back in the, in the stride of things like we were to begin the season. There seem to be a few different things that have been going not Arkansas's way the last couple games, um, whether it be the transition defense or layups or starting slow. Um, but what do you think the main thing is um, that the Hogs have to do to get back on track and could be in the November, December Arkansas Razorbacks instead of the January Razorbacks? Yeah, I mean, I think one is is, you know, just – getting ready for big games and and we got a lot of uh, a lot of freshmen who are, are getting a lot of substantial playing time and and they're playing some of their first sec games and you know we have a, a basically a full new group losing about 90 percent of our scoring or 93 percent of our scoring from last year so um you know once you get into bigger games you, you got to kind of reset and kind of figure out how to how to mesh as a team and and figure out who's going to produce in big in big games and who can't produce and Unfortunately, we've had a few guys that, that haven't been able to produce and, um, you know, they're going to continue to work and continue to try to produce and, um, you know, just getting that three point percentage back up to around where it was. We shot 25, 26% versus LSU and, and 33% um, from the field, you know, against Bama. And, and those aren't just, those just aren't winning numbers. And so um, continuing to, to, you know, work and get shots out of our offense and get good shots and, and get to the rim and, and finish through contact. And, and that sort of thing is, you know, just something that we're going to have to continue to work on, especially in this week in practice. Yeah. You mentioned the young guys and the freshmen and even the, the grad transfers. I mean, they're still new faces. Where do you, where do you think the confidence is? Um, I guess not only the players, but the staff too. just, just the confidence of everybody to kind of keep everybody on track. And, and who's, who's the guy in the locker room that can kind of be the, the on-court leader, you know, I mean, there's the, the coaching staff and coach must can obviously, you know, lead the guys, but who's the, who's the guy on the court that's able to wrap his arms around everybody and say, Hey, this is what we're, what we're going to do. Um, yeah. So like, where do you think the confidence is and who do you think can be an on-court leader going forward? I mean, I, I think in terms of confidence, we're still a confident team. I mean, 
you know, you have a few tough games, there's highs and there's lows in every season for every team. And, um, you know, our, our team and our, our, everything shifted a little bit, losing Justin Smith and now getting him back, things are shifting back in a different way. And so, I mean, we still got the same group of guys in there that scored 99 points on Auburn at Auburn to, to open up SEC play. So, so it's not a lack of confidence. It's not a lack of swagger. I mean, we just got to get back to our winning ways. And, and in terms of, of leadership, I mean, um, Jalen Tate does a great job leading the guys and, and stepping up when he needs to in terms of, you know, telling guys maybe sometimes what they don't want to hear in the locker room and, and kind of being that bridge between the coaching staff and the players. And um, that goes the same for Justin Smith. And, you know, not having him there was for those four games was, was obviously a huge loss and losing out on, on his 11 points and seven rebounds is, you know, it's tough to, it's tough to overcome, but, you know, we need guys to step up and, and then the freshmen just, they haven't been through a lot of SEC battles. So it's, it's not to their fault. Um, but it's tough for them to lead when, you know, you haven't necessarily been in that situation yet. Um, so, you know, getting their feet wet in SEC play and, and, you know, kind of getting great experience for them has been awesome for the longevity of the program, just because it's a really sturdy base. And, you know, we have some really good pieces and we just got to keep working to, to make everything fit the way it was at the beginning of the season and make everything gel. I want to talk about the layups for a little bit. And I, th- I feel like a lot of people think layups are, you know, pretty easy. You're, you're a couple feet from the hoop and you can just lay it in, but it's, it's a lot tougher when you get out there and there's six foot eight, six, 10 guys flying around and you're getting bumped on the shoulder. Um, but I think Arkansas in the air is shooting 44% from layups and the next closest sec team is alabama and they're over 50 just by a hair so what do you just kind of how do you think they can fix the layup issue going forward and that could be something with the confidence too i mean if if you're not hitting from from the free throw line or from the three-point line seeing a layup go in can kind of boost the confidence so what do you think are some things that they can do to help fix the layup issue going forward yeah, I mean, I think just continuing to work on it in practice and continuing to place an emphasis and, you know, when someone misses, stopping and telling and recognizing that there is it is an issue and that we need to keep working on fixing it and just making sure everyone co- is cognizant of, you know, of the issue. And, you know, then obviously just practicing it in pre-practice, during practice, after practice, in workouts, finishing through contact, um, finishing off wrong leg, wrong hand, like different situations like that, and then finishing over length, which is always hard to – hard to do, you know, in practice when you're trying to finish over length and trying to go game speed, but it's really hard to replicate that game, that game atmosphere when you're not in it. Um, But, you know, I think layup percentages is also a little skewed. Like I think John Stockton was probably the the NBA's best, uh, you know, rim finisher at about 70, 75% on his career. And, and so, you know, a lot of people sit back and think, oh man, it's a layup. Like everyone can make a layup. Why, Why aren't we finishing at 80, 90%? And that's unrealistic. Now, granted, forty-four percent isn't isn't great, obviously, but and it's a it's definitely an area we've we've placed an emphasis on. But um, you know, just continuing to work on that and and making it a point of emphasis and practices is, is kind of all you can do. And and you know, you got to keep putting guys in positions to get open layups and hope that people can finish. 
getting Justin Smith back on the core was obviously a huge plus. Um, I want you to talk about the impact of him coming back. And also, I mean, it was, it was evident that he isn't his full self and he was playing limited minutes. So maybe at, at what course this week do you think he's going to be able to be 100% and get those full minutes back? Yeah, I mean, we're hoping going into Auburn, you know, he's he's up around 100%. And it's kind of a day-by-day thing with him just because he did – he was only out four games, you know, after having a procedure, which is which is pretty a pretty quick comeback for anyone. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we really miss – like I said, we really miss his 11 points and his, his seven rebounds. And he's a presence inside. He – you know, he can deflect shots. And he's uh, he's a little bit different in, from Vanover in, in the area that he can go out and guard a little bit on the perimeter. And, and he doesn't have the limitations, you know, that every 7'3 guy has of – or seven foot guy has of, you know, being slightly slower laterally. Um, and then he's got the athleticism to, to switch on to other guys out on the perimeter and pick and roll. And, and so we missed that kind of versatility and we missed his minutes and, you know, having him back and hopefully, you know, getting him back to a hundred percent. So he's not timid, you know, on that ankle uh, will, will greatly help us, you know, in these next few games. And looking forward to Auburn, you mentioned it earlier. This is a team that the Hogs put up 97 97- points on in their arena uh, now this time Auburn has to come to Fayetteville and play but they're kind of a different beast right now with Sharif Cooper um, what do you what do you see out of Auburn you know they just knocked off Kentucky um, what are what are some things that you guys are seeing out of Auburn and uh, Sharif Cooper yeah I mean they're a great team and it's it's kind of an interesting it's kind of an interesting thing now because we're playing a team for the second time uh, but they're a completely new team now with with Cooper um and he's, you know, kind of taken on a leadership role, kind of taken on a, you know, a ball handler role and a distributor role. And so obviously keeping him in front is going to be important. He's getting a lot of shot attempts up. So keeping him in front, forcing him into the mid range, um, defending the three ball, which, you know, they shot an extremely high percentage on in our first game. So kind of taking away the three and then backing up and playing the drive um, is something that's extremely hard to do, but, you know, we're going to have to do it. And then just kind of, keeping them, they're a high isolation team. So, you know, helping in when you're not on a, on a good shooter and, and kind of just trying to keep the ball out of Cooper's hands as much as possible and, and keep him out of that playmaking role and then get out to those three point shooters when he does, you know, spray out to those, to those high percentage guys. Last question, then we'll wrap things up. What, what is the biggest area of improvement that you want to see in these next two home games? Um, we get Auburn on Wednesday in Fayetteville and then Vanderbilt on Saturday in Fayetteville. Um, there's, there's a few different things you can probably look towards, but uh, what's, what's the one individual uh, area that you want to see improvement on in these next couple games? I mean, like you touched on finishing at the rim, we're going to want to see improvement. We cannot lose the rebounding war. So we're going to keep emphasizing we want to get on the boards. We want to get on the boards. We want to get on the boards. And then just playing hard, playing extremely hard, getting off from the get-go, you know, being ready to play and scoring. We have to score the ball and we have to, you know, score it at a good percentage. And, and then we have to defend them. We, we you know, we, we beat these guys before at their place and, and it's a winnable game. I mean, we just got to go out there and play and we got we to gotta get them from the jump. And we can't, you know, we can't wait, you know, five or six minutes into the game to start playing hard. All right, that'll wrap up this edition of the Michael Musselman Show. Um, I appreciate you joining me, and I look forward to hearing from you next week. Thanks for having me on.